And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome. We have Monroe Martin on the show today. He's a funny guy, and he's really fun to talk to. We talked a lot about food, which I love talking about. I have some shows coming up. Other upcoming cities, Columbus, Ohio, Bloomington, Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, Asheville, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Annapolis, Richmond, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Birmingham, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, Providence, Rhode Island, Hamden, Connecticut, Austin, Texas, Evanston, Illinois, Winnipeg will be added very soon, maybe by the time you listen to this. And uh, go to feralaudio.com for this podcast, other podcasts. Go to at Todd Barry. Go to at Todd Barry on Twitter, toddberry.com. And here is, oh, I also want to mention my special, the Crowdwork Tour, still available at louisck.net. It's uh, a tour I did where I didn't do any material. It's pretty good. I don't usually say my own stuff's good, but this is pretty good. And uh, check it out if you want. It's $5. And here is Monroe Martin. Welcome, Monroe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad. I have the worst setup for any podcast. I basically cram people between my front door, a table, and then a wall. And, and this painting. I and don't this understand painting. this painting. You don't understand this painting? No. Who's it by? It's, <laughs> I should make up some lines. Oh, that's a famous artist that did that one, Da Vinci. No, uh, <laughs> my old roommate, a friend of his. I don't know how I ended up getting to keep it. Okay. But Do you it, like it or is it just free art? That's, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's your way of saying you don't like it. I just can't read it. I know there's words. And yeah, stuff. well, it's I'll abstract art. It's not like okay. It's not a book. I don't know. I don't understand certain art, man. Like yeah, neither do I. Actually. Like Basquiat and all that stuff. People yeah. get into it. I'm like, he was a he was a junkie. <laughs> I don't understand. You just it. reduced to he's a junkie. I just I had to, and in order for me to understand it, I was like, oh, he's a junkie, and this is his way of lashing out. Yeah, pro- that's probably true, right? Yeah, that's probably true. that's like what we do. Yep. It came from money, came from, uh, what is that, immigrant parents that were rich. Well, not rich, they were well off. Did you, would you see the movie on them? I seen the movie on them, and when every, when all the hip-hop stars were like uh, art enthusiasts, and they were like, oh, Basquiat, yeah, like Jay-Z, he's rapping it. I got a Basquiat in my bathroom that I'll pee. When I pee, I stare at it. I was like, let me see what this guy really did. And I learned all about him. I was like, eh. Nothing against Jay-Z, but I don't know that. <laughs> I don't think Jay Z knows good art. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know anything about Jay Z, but I, it's, I, I always get suspicious when these like rock stars and famous people are. Yeah, I'm really into art. Well, it's because you have eighty million dollars. You can. You have. You, you have to spend your money on something to get that write off. But uh, 
I don't know much about Basquiat, and I certainly didn't know we'd be talking about it. Hey, this painting. I know, that <laughs> triggered it. No, it's, this podcast is a free-flowing thing, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Who knows where it's going to start, where it's going to end. Now, you have to, you're going to the Gramercy Theater. Are you doing a Chappelle thing? No, uh, oh. Adam Devine, he, he's oh, yeah. in here town for one night, and he asked me to open up the shows for him. What is he? He's a, I don't know who he is. I feel bad. I mean, I know who he is, but yeah. I, I, I've heard his name. I just, I don't know if I've ever met him. He's a cool dude. I did uh, that Comedy Central show on, I did that one and it was pretty fun. And he said, whenever I come to town, I want you to open up. And when people say that, you don't believe him. You're just like, yeah. sure. Thank you. And he did. That's what the Rolling Stones said to me. <laughs> did you ever open up? I know. I know. I'm proving your point. <laughs> Never happened. Still waiting to happen. So that's a cool place, the Gramercy Theater. Yeah. I did one of my specials there. Oh, shit. I just got an email. I should shut that off, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I thought I was like Pavlov. I thought I was supposed to I'm take just a step bank on and... uh, not getting a lot of emails during Hopefully. the. Uh, that's going to be annoying. Maybe I should run and. Uh, I'll well, take over this. Yeah, why don't so, you say something while I turn I'm going to be at the Gramercy the Theater tonight taking the bullet for Mr. Adam Devine. This should be fun. I've never performed. I think I have performed in a theater. When I was doing Last Comic Standing, I was in a, a theater that big, like 1,800. Gramercy's not that big. It's like 350, 400. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I'll do good then. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not much. Uh, it's not much. What is the biggest place you've ever played? Uh, some little theater in Montreal that they had when they do all the recordings. Oh, that was like, like 25. Or no, it was the... Uh, oh, where they did the gala. Yeah, where they do the gala. That or was the pretty gala, big. As they the call galas. It. That was pretty big. I yeah, think that's that big. was that's like, like... That might be even 3,000. Yeah, it, it was packed and it was like it taught me that you have to wait because I talk fast sometimes and like you do and they kept telling me yeah. it was like when you do your jokes, wait. That's Don't the, just keep rushing through it's them. It's perfect for a guy like me who waits anyway. <laughs> Still waiting actually for some laughs. <laughs> Where are those laughs coming? You They're did a good coming. job covering that thing. That was great. Hey man, because I was gonna, that was gonna, that would have been on my mind. I'm like, oh man, that I'm gonna get another email. It's gonna go bing, but I don't want to cut this and edit it together like a professional. No, let's make this an easy job for both of us. <laughs> so we made it easy for both. So that was the biggest thing you've done. The uh, is it, how many? Yeah, that's the biggest, uh, the biggest gig. I think the biggest venue. Right. How long have you been doing comedy? Been doing comedy for eight going on nine now. <laughs> I like that, eight going on. You sound yeah. like an eight-year-old kid. Oh, eight, I'm, eight, I'm going on nine. I'm going on nine. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't think you quit. <laughs> hey, I'm on I'm eight years, and I'm quitting right after tonight's show. That's cool. So did you start in Philly? Yep, I did. Uh, so I started doing three years in Philly, and then I just got up and left. Was so what clubs are there? I, there's I know there's Helium. Helium. There was the Laugh House, and then there was uh, the was that comedy, comedy cabaret. Oh yeah, that guy's been around forever. He's been around for. He's got like ever. Yes, he has two. He has one in like Chester, and then one in uh in Northeast Philadelphia. What's that guy's name again? Tony Calloway. Tony Calloway. Oh no, there was another guy who booked like. Comedy cabarets. There's two guys. Only know Tony. Tony books the uh, the one in the Northeast. And there was one like in Delaware or something, or, or that's close. Or yeah, in other cities in Pennsylvania. There's only like one comedy cab. I think <laughs> there's like a comedy. This works. is all I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to resolve this. Or else there's a comedy everyone. works in uh, yeah. in Bristol. I remember some guy who booked rooms in Pennsylvania, and I remember he told me I sent him a tape. He goes, 
because you can send me a tape. Because I have so many comics that you can send me a tape of you getting a standing ovation, and I still might not book you. Jesus Christ! Like, Why is he an asshole like that? I mean, I, I kind of appreciated his honesty. Like, yeah. at least you know that you're probably not going to work for him. Yeah. But you know, also, if I got a standing ovation, he would. <laughs> I, I, I should have staged that. You should have just. Like, every, all of y'all need just, to stand yeah, up. Just right stand now. up and act like it's spontaneous. I'm trying to get booked in <laughs> Easton, Pennsylvania. I want to start. I want to kind of like uh, record a booing. I, I haven't been booed, but I want to like stage it and put it out there just to see what type of uh, reaction it gets. I feel like more people watch bad comedy than good comedy. That online. would ruin your life if you did that. You think so? Yeah, because then it would just be like people would show up to do that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. don't you think? Probably. I mean, if you if I'm in the room when you're on, I'll happily boo you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> So eight, so you did three years there and then you moved here? Yep, three years there and then I've been here for, what, going on six now. Yeah. Because I saw you on Last Comic Standing and then I saw you like walk into the cellar and like I was like, oh, I don't, I never, I don't think I'd ever seen you or met you. Yeah, we've met um, passing. No, nah, not like even there. passing. Yeah, we have, man. <laughs> I have to deny that or else it looks like I forgot you. <laughs> never happened. Never That's happened. That's all right. Did you... uh you can't. You would. You came in the top ten on that show, or no? Yep, top ten. I was. Uh, they call it the lucky number seven. They call it that because that's. I think when that's when like Amy got kicked off. That's when uh, what's his name? The fat dude got kicked off. There was like everybody who made something of themselves like get, got kicked off at like seven. And I'm like, <laughs> so you like just telling me that to make me feel better. So did you get to do the tour? Or was that just the? Oh, that's the top. That's four. the that's the top five. They got to do the tour, but I kind of lucked out. I heard that the tour was terrible. Let's hear about it. I heard that they had to sleep on a bus most of the nights. Uh-huh. Uh, they got shortchanged. Oh, like, really? Yeah, because Last Comic actually has nothing to do with the tour. It's, oh, so it's, uh, a, it's, it's a promoter. Yeah, it's a promoter that's putting it together. That's not and I'm good. Like I lucked out, and I got to do the role. Like every city they've done, I've went either before them or behind them and got the headline. See, that should be a per. That should be like the perfect gig for them. It should be like, uh, all right, I'm hanging out with some friends. We're yep. on a bus because those buses are pretty nice, depending on the bus. It's not like yeah. a Greyhound, you know. It's there's knowing them, knowing that tour, it was probably <laughs> it was, a Peter Pan bus. It was Peter Pan. It was a Chinatown <laughs> bus. They had to pay fifteen dollars and get sit next seat. to somebody with a chicken. Did you um? So you, so you you dodged a bullet on that. That's a bullet. Been able to do the road by myself, and that's been fun. Yeah, where do you where have you been? Uh, I've been to Buffalo. I've been uh, helium. Uh, yeah, Buffalo helium, which was awesome. Yeah, I've been to uh, what is that? Winnipeg. Rumors. Fort Myers, rumors in Winnipeg, which was also fun. Um, was that Off the Hook Comedy Club, Seattle, the Parlor Life Comedy Club. Uh, New Brunswick. Um, There's no way you've been to New Brunswick, New Jersey. I, I have. I, been, I love it. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good room. It's nice yeah. low stage there. It's, it's awesome. They gave, they show a lot of love there. Did you uh, did you massacre there? Did you kill? Did I you had a yeah. Them? I had a good time. I had a good time. Even though I had to follow Vinny Brand doing 45 minutes of hosting and then a raffle. Did he do the? He used to do a prank call. Did you know about this? Yes, I know about the prank call, but he did not do it. They yeah, took the phone off the the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I gotta say, I did not like the prank call. <laughs> just, just like you know, call up an old lady or something, and just set a different kind of tone than I would like. Yeah, I just want someone up there telling some jokes, 
Did you headline there? Yep. Really? Yeah. After eight years, wow. Too much too soon. <laughs> I was with you. I did the Boston thing. That was pretty fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a good that was a good little theater. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Did you uh did you kill there? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, did, I had fun. I have fun. Do you ever not have fun? Uh there's certain times I don't have fun. I did not have fun at off the hook comedy club. Really? Yeah. It just wasn't set up fun. It was like- uh, Is that a seafood restaurant? Yes. It's a glorified seafood restaurant. Oh, I think it's actually a seafood restaurant. <laughs> really? That's, isn't it? I don't know. It Next like to, it. Well, uh, he moved the club off of Marco Island to another uh, venue and is right next door to some bar and you don't get the food. You don't get the food. You got to pay full price. There's no green room. So you're sitting with the audience while, they're, oh, they're, they're, while the opener is on and looking at you like, you're about to go up. I don't like this guy. I'm waiting for you to go up. And oh, it's like, stop man. talking to me. Yeah. Especially when they're <laughs> shitting on the other comments. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm going to join? In like, you think I'm going to do that? Like, yeah. I'm going to choose you, an audience member, over a comic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're right, though, but it's still, it's awkward. It's none of my business. Right. I, I don't shit on other comics. Like, if somebody's not funny, and someone will go, what do you think about that person? I'm like, there's a different type of humor. <laughs> That's the same <laughs> as shitting on them. But you just, That's the polite way of saying I don't, it. Yeah. It's not yeah. for me. Yeah, it's not for me. I like that. That's very, uh, that's yeah. very classy of you. So... <laughs> So you just started doing the road though, right? Yeah. I, I used to feature a lot. I featured for like maybe like two years. I would do the role with like random people like Joe DeRosa and Kurt Mesker and stuff like that. And then Keith, when he was working on his uh, hour, he brought me everywhere with him. I hate all those guys. That's what's up. Yeah, they're terrible dudes. <laughs> no, I like those guys. <laughs> they could take a joke. That's why I said that. <laughs> so you you, uh, you went on the road with Keith. Went on the road with Keith. He's, he's like the funnest guy to talk to. He is. He'll yell at you too. If he sees something that he likes to set and you don't do it on the next show... He'll pull you to the side in just an hour. What the fuck was that? What are you doing? Who the fuck? Record it, then remember it, and then just yell at me all the time. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he was on my podcast. It was uh, it was hilarious yeah. because he was... He couldn't find my building, which is the easiest building in the world. It is. It's a, don't, build, it's a don't, gigantic don't, building. Okay. That's all you need to say. I'm not going to say the address. Yeah, I'm not no. going to do that. It's yeah, a big-ass building. It's a big-ass building. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of the Empire State Building, but that's- It's just as big as that. No, it is the Empire State. <laughs> Why aren't there apartments in the Empire State? Hey, that's neither here nor there. So when did you move to New York? I forgot. I moved to New York 2010. 2009, yeah, like 2009, 2010, and I was like under the radar, just doing a lot of open mics, and people kept thinking that I was Kevin Barnett. Really? Yeah. It was hilarious. They thought I was Kevin Barnett, because although I wouldn't, like, I didn't get my hair cut a lot, I wore a lot of hoodies, a bag of clothes, and I'll turn around, and be like, what up, Kev? I seen you at the, the show, Hannibal show, and I was like, that's not me. I never did that show. Wow. Yeah. Did you get mad when people did that? No. It was all right. It was like, I confuse people all the time. I think I got confused. I called someone Kevin Barnett, or I recalled a conversation that mm -hmm. I had with Kevin Barnett with someone else, and I could see it was like, oh, they. Who was it? There's only. I don't want. I don't want to reveal, but it was. <laughs> it was one of the things where I like. I was like, I felt terrible, but then uh -huh. I was like, well, people call me Tom Papa all the time. Why? Oh, because the glasses and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they call. Because we're both cheery. <laughs> cheery disposition to Tom Poppins. Hey. Yeah, I don't. I think it's like they just find one thing. Like, oh, they're both sort of losing their hair on, on top, so uh, they're the same person. <laughs> oh, like me and Todd Les, they have the same name. They're the same person. Oh, 
People don't try hard enough to find out who we are. It's so sad. Where, huh? It's terrible. I posted a picture yesterday of uh, Stand Up New York. They were uh, saying who was on our lineup, and they had a picture of Derek Gaines, but Seton Smith tagged. Oh, man. And I, and I retweeted it, and it was hilarious. I was like, Stand Up New York doesn't know they're black people. That's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that kind of thing is, that would make me unhappy. <laughs> just like you just, we just took any picture and we put it with any other name. Because if you Google Seton, no other picture shows up. Right, that all that <laughs> stuff. There's no excuse for that in this day and age where, mm-hmm. you could, where it's just you could fact check that. Yeah. How did that? People make mistakes. Ah, uh, it's so funny though. I make mistakes. Do you? Uh, how many sets do you do a week in the city here? Uh, I get up six days a week. I'm up at least uh, two to three times a night. So how did you know this? So you have a, do you have a specific day off you take? Sunday. Really? Walking Dead, baby. I literally turn my phone off. I watch Walking Dead, order a bunch of Chinese food, try to get some girl to come over. She's in the Walking Dead. Uh-huh. But other than that, I do not do comedy on Sunday. How long? It's just like an hour show though, right? Yep. But they show marathons before that. So I will sit there and watch the reruns. You'll watch until- episodes that you've seen already. Yep. Like every week, you're gonna. How many hours do you? This is interesting to me. How many, how many hours? hours? I'm in a house just letting time pass, and there, <laughs> just, let time pass. <laughs> just letting time pass. And uh, I'll wake up at like twelve. I'll make breakfast. I'll turn on AMC, uh, and then watch the reruns. Be in and out. Do stuff on the computer, but I have it on that channel until uh, until like. Uh, Ten o'clock, and then sometimes I'll watch Talking Dead, and then if I like the episode a lot. I'll wait to the encore and I'll rewatch it. Oh my god! I love that show. I've never watched that show, but it's a good show. It, it was going downhill for a little while, but then I started to pick it back. Well, it up. probably goes downhill because you watch the same episode seventy-five times. Probably, <laughs> it, it's not quite the same. And you know, like, yeah, I, I kind of know what's about to happen. I do, but it's awesome. that's that's interesting that you take a night off. Like, mm-hmm. so you never work on Sundays. Never work on Sundays. But if you got a gig, if, you got if a- I if I have a gig, like if like if I go on the road, like rumors. Not rumors. Uh, I'm going to Atlanta next weekend, and they got me from Thursday through Sunday. So I got to work Sunday. But if I don't, if I don't have to put in the veils or anything that Sunday, I won't. That would be good if you got so big where you're like, he doesn't work on Sundays. He doesn't. It's Walking Dead. He watches television and orders Chinese food. (laughs) I love that. You got to take a night off for your sanity. I I just don't know many people. I do know some people who have like a specific day they take off, but I've never been like that. But I do take days. I think I have tonight off unless I show, you know, then you get bored. Then you're like, because I don't have a show that I watch 15 hours a day of like you do. Oh, (laughs) what do you get? What do you order from the Chinese restaurant? Uh, I'll either get uh, I'll get chicken and broccoli with pork fried rice and baby corn. Uh, wait, wait, what's the baby? Wait, you the baby corn, the little yeah, baby, no, the baby corn. Baby, you tell them to add the baby corn. Tell them to add the baby corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. I love this conversation. Tell them to add the baby corn into the fried rice. Uh, no, into the shrimp, into the chicken, chicken and broccoli. Chicken broccoli. Add baby corn. Add okay. the baby corn with uh, the rib tips. Oh my god! It's the rib tips with the chicken wings. You get all this? All this, and I eat it, and I'll eat it in moderation. I won't eat it like in one sitting, because then you'll go into a, a, a sodium coma yeah. and pass out. So I'll eat a little at a time throughout the day. That's like four dinners. It is. So do you finish it in one day? Yes. <laughs> I love that. I think that I love that you think sort of spacing it out, but still, it's all in one day. You yeah. just eat rib tips, and then fried rice, and then chicken and broccoli. If you eat it, chicken. if you eat it. Every two hours, if you eat every two hours, you're still keeping your metabolism going. Not a lot of, not a lot of, uh, 
roughage your fiber in that. Oh, yeah, no. So I guess I should just eat it in one sentence. Do you order it spicy? Uh, no, I get the Singapore Ming Fun spicy. Oh, Singapore noodles are good. Yeah, and they oh, add man. the shrimp, the chicken oh, with the uh, shrimp, chicken, and pork. Shred oh, it up. Yeah, those are good. That is great. I wonder if uh, if you went to Singapore and said, I want those noodles, that they'd probably go, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we, it's always Sunday off and it's always Chinese food. Always Sunday it's, off, always Chinese food. Always when like, I had a girlfriend, she made me, for, it used to be Monday. It switched to uh, Sunday. It used to be Monday because I wouldn't get any bookings on Mondays. It was always like Tuesday through Sunday. Then I had a girlfriend at the time and she had a show every Monday and she was like I want to spend time with you why don't you take off Sunday and I'll do whatever you want and we can do that together and then I was like I like Walking Dead she's like I hate that show I was like but you already made me take off this day so I watched the show and we broke up and I still committed to taking Sundays off (laughs) so you're on your you honor your commitment to the day off but not to your girlfriend anymore yep she's not my girlfriend right no that's true (laughs) you know you can't you don't have to be committed to someone you're not going out with yep I just made a really excellent point right there. <laughs> oh, I'm really proud of myself for that. I love the I love the ritual of it. Yeah. And you always order the same thing. Always order the same thing. It's I never go outside the box. It's always been the Singapore or the chicken or broccoli. Do you think it'll, it'll ever go to like Thai food? Um, like a little pad thai. A little pad thai. I haven't done that. I haven't broke the ritual, but I, I haven't. I never ordered uh, pad thai. Like to go. It's always been like a go to a restaurant or something like that. <laughs> I love how well, how long we're talking about this, but <laughs> this is this is what makes my podcast so amazing. Is anyone else would have said like, why are you still talking about the Asian food? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even halfway done. I like drunkard noodles. If I go get Thai drunkard noodles with the those are the long flat noodles. Oh yeah, those, yeah yeah. Those like that's not like dan dan. No China, that's Chinese dan dan. Yeah. So where do you live? I live in Brooklyn in Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. Is there good Chinese food there? That, sounds, that is the most Americanized order of yep. Chinese food. They got three uh, good Chinese spots. One is called Good Chinese Food. That's easy. That's the best one. Is it? Yeah. What? It's on Knickerbocker and something else. And then they got some Snapdragon or something like that. So do you order from the same place? Yeah. Wow. Unless that place is closed. And do you always are you always alone or do you invite someone? I try to invite people. Like my my homies don't want to do it. They're like, nah, man, I don't like that show. So I'm like, all right. But if I'm like, uh, I'll get a chick to come over. She'll come. She'll hang out and stuff like that. But I don't let her break my concentration from that new episode. When that <laughs> new episode is on, we're in the zone. Like, like don't kiss me. Don't yeah. be like, oh, what's this about? Well, shut up and watch it. Wow. But if like it's a the reruns, terrible we can boyfriend. play around. We can mess around, do whatever. <laughs> I used to talk to a girl that was down with it, but she called me a bitch too many times at a bar because I wouldn't be a boyfriend. <laughs> Let's hear about that. Let's stop talking about Chinese food and hear about that. Okay. So it was a, it was a girl. She was super cool. I don't want to reveal too much about her. Yeah. But she was cool as shit. Do and I know her? I don't know. I think so. I think you know really? her. So that's okay. what I'm not going to reveal. Once the mics yeah. are shut off, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so we used to like chill, hang out. She was into video games. We'd go play video games and stuff like that. And we agreed that we wouldn't be a couple. And I was like, all right, this is fun. But, you know, we both got insecurities. So sometimes we'll put our insecurities on each other and 
happened twice. You got, we'll go out to drink, she'll get drunk. And then the conversation of why don't you want to be with me comes up. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm not ready for this. And you're a pussy. You're not with me because you're a bitch and you're afraid of blah, blah, blah. And stuff like in public, like while other people oh, really? are looking at me. Yeah. And I was just like, uh. Yeah, that's not the way to but, work that out. Yeah. But every said she, she would come over with me to my house every Sunday and she'd be like, let's order out. She was down with it. We order out. We play video games. She'd call you bitch. She'd call me bitch. <laughs> she did. She'd call me bitch. She punched me hard. But she was cool as shit and the sex was great. Yeah. You'll let somebody call you a bitch or the pussy a couple times if the sex is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand that. And she'll play video games and we'll watch and we'll watch Walking Dead and she was cool. And then she just called you a bitch. Yeah, time. and she she got angry at me for saying something, which I was joking. Like I said, she invited me somewhere, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to go. You should take your other boyfriend." And it spiraled out of control. Really? Did you like, think she had another boyfriend? No, I didn't care. It's just a, you were just being we, you were yeah, I was around. just being a jerk. I was just being an asshole. That doesn't even sound, sound like a joke to me. I didn't even say it like in a, I get it. I didn't say it in a jokingly way. I was like, nah, nah I'm not going to take your other boyfriend. And oh, it, you said it sort of angry? Yeah. Oh, so and, she thought you were really. Yeah. And uh, it spiraled out of control and you did this and I put up with this and this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, I was just fucking with you. And she was like, no, I felt like it came from a real place oh, and you meant man. it and this and that. So I had to take her out. I took her out and I go, look, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. I was joking. Sorry if you didn't see it that way. Just that and the third. And we're cool, but we just don't have sex with each other. Right. Nah. As you said that, we heard a little kid in the background in my hallway. That's my kid. I locked him in the hallway. <laughs> cool. can't yeah, have him in here touching I can't shit. have him in my podcast <laughs> suite. Uh, yeah, those those uh, I've had those conversations where yeah. you're like, uh, where you're like, I was I was joking. I don't think you were joking. It was like I was fucking joking. Like relax. And I'm always the one who's joking. They're always the one who are pretending they're joke. Yeah. Because I'm always right. My arguments. <laughs> I'm the best at arguing. No, I don't like arguing. Do you like arguing? Yes and no. I am very argumentative, but I'll rather I don't like arguing about big things. Like I like arguing about stupid shit. And this Keith calls me out on all the time. I would start an argument. Like I was I was on a date yesterday. You and, were, yeah. Ooh, we'll be talking about that in a minute. Yeah, I was on a date yesterday, and the girl she was talking about SNL, and she was like. She was like, oh, I don't like to share. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I know her. She's funny, blah, blah, blah. I was like, plus, I was, I was like, they're still learning how to write for her. She's a dark skin. She's like one of the first dark skin girls in the show, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, she's not. They have plenty of dark skin females in the show. I was like, no, they have it. So we're just getting in an argument because oh, I'm proving her. that's a silly argument. Though. Yeah, we're arguing because I'm like, I'm right. And I just kept saying that. I was like, no, I'm right. Like, I, I know the show. They, I, that was why there's a lot of controversy around it. They haven't had a black woman on since Maya Rudolph. And she was the dark, and, uh, she shares the darkest chick that was on the show for a while. And she was like, no, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Never mind. Let's just eat and shut up. This was on the date? Yeah, this was on the date. I think what you could have done is go, yeah, you know, maybe I forgot who they are. Who are they? And then when she names one other person or two other people, like, oh, okay, I guess that's what I was talking about. I told her to Google it. I said, Google it. And she was, she was on her phone and she was typing. I said, you find things? She's like, no. I was like, Google uh, first black girl on SNL or this, that, and third. And I was like, nothing else comes up. Who, uh, so you, you were on a date, first date? First date. Do I know this person? 
No, you don't know the girl. Okay. The girl is uh, first dates. She's not in the. She's in the business, but not in the business. She's in the entertainment, yeah. but she's not like a comic or anything. I'll ask you later. But it's yeah. uh, <laughs> gonna be a lot of things. Off. She still liked me though. She still. She still after the dinner. She's just like you're goofy. She took it as she took my me being argumentative as like playful and not oh, like hostile. Good. So I was just like, I'm gonna keep this one. But you're like, uh, actually was hostile. But thank you. <laughs> I, was, like, I was trying to prove her wrong. Yeah, you don't want to get an argument on a first date. Yeah. Did you? Um, but she was cool as shit. Like she hung out with me the rest of the night. Where did you meet her? I met her. I had to do. Uh, I had to do press for Guy Code, and she was the one. Oh, you're on, I didn't even know you were on Guy Code. Yeah, I, they don't put me on that much. Oh, this okay. is the first season, and then I'm on, and this is like my only season. And they don't, they put me in like every other episode for like two seconds, just saying something like him, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's it. So you met her? I met her doing press. She was real flirty. And I was like, oh, she's really cute. And I didn't ask her out. And I had to go back to do press. And we had an even better connection. I was like, we should go out. And she was like, yes, definitely. Oh, and that's nice. Out. So where did you go? I have to We get. went to this place called Ethos. 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 That's a, uh, it's a Greek restaurant. On between thirty third, thirty second and thirty third on Third Avenue. How did you pick that place? She picked it. I said I already asked you out to dinner, so you got to pick the place. Really? Yeah. Just to just to see if a woman really knows, a, if a woman knows what she wants. Because I don't want to have to do that argument. What are you in the mood for? Blah blah blah. Just then a third. If I, I let was, her pick the place, yeah. I always feel like time. the women I've talked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like uh, I've made that mistake. Go, where do you want to eat? What do you want? What, do you want? What, what kind of food do you like? And they just they just want you to make a decision. I but I guess you made the decision that she's going to make the decision. This is what I said. That's how I said it to her because she asked me. So where do you want to go? I said, look, I did the hardest part, and I was asking you out. You could have said no. I said now. You pick a place where you want to go. Doesn't matter where. I'm not going to combat it. I'm not going to argue with you. We go. We're going to have the most fun. And we did, and ended up started argument over the SNL thing. Oh, but it was fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe she's the one. Probably. I don't believe in the one. Okay. Maybe she's one of the ones. <laughs> one. Of, she's someone. <laughs> Do you? Uh, man, she could have really like soaked you for some like. She could have taken your place. So it cost you like two thousand dollars. And I would have been like, uh, so we're gonna split this. Really? I would have did that. If it's out of a certain ta- if it's out of a certain price range, if the bill is like a hundred bucks, I'll cover it. But if it was like starts getting into like the one twenty and the two hundred and stuff like that, I'm like, no, we splitting that shit. So like one ten is the kind of that's a gray area. One ten is the that gray depends area. On what kind of mood you're in. Yeah. Wow. So you'll actually go, you split this, huh? I will, I've done it before. I've done it before. But I've dated women who when we go out, they're already reaching for the bag. They're doing the pump fake, and I'll yeah. see how far they get to the pump fake. Like I'll even I'll let them get their card out, and they'll be like this, and I'll be like, "No, what are you doing?" And that lets me know, okay, she she's just here to have fun, not for a free meal. She wanted to get to know me. The ones who just stare at me when the check comes are just like, "Uh, hello, hi," and I was like, "I'm never going out with you again," because you didn't even pump fake. Yeah, it's nice to pay, but it's also nice to know that. I mean the th- what's that? What do you call that? The pump fake. Pump fake. The pump fake. You know, with basketball when oh, you like when you fake, basketball. you're about to shot when you're okay. about to shoot. It's a little it's bluff. Just, yeah, and then you got to bluff. Let me know. Just trick me into thinking that you you only care about the time we're spending together and not the free meal. Do you, <laughs> I like that. The pump fake. Yeah. 
I didn't coin the phrase though. No, I, for, yeah. I, I did, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's just something I don't know because I don't know anything about basketball <laughs> except uh, basketball. The word basketball, I know. <laughs> the, so she did the so she did the pump fake. She got the card all the way out. She said uh, she was just like, "Do you want me to pay for it? Go half or pay the tip?" I said, "I don't want you to do either. I don't know why you put your card out." And she was just like, "Oh, you know." She was like, "I was just letting you know that I got it if." It was like, that way, and I was like, like you're playing a little game there. You got it. The dating is a fucking game. Even if you don't want to play the game, it's a goddamn game. But what would have been wrong if you just when the check came, if you just grabbed it and threw your card in? You didn't want a spoiler. What do you mean? No, I paid. Yeah, I know you paid, but but why did you make her go through all that? Just to, because it's a thing for me. You got to let me know that you wanted to be on this date. Oh, a lot of girls. I got a lot of. I got two sisters, and I got a, and I've hang around. I've hung around a lot of. Not shit women who will tell me, yeah, I'm an old guy. I don't really like him, but he took me to this place I've never been before. It was good. Oh, it was expensive. And it was like, oh, so did you split it? Fuck no, I'm not splitting it. Yeah, I don't I'm think, like, that ruins it for me. That ruins it for me. It's not a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of women who want to split a check. There isn't a lot of women who want to split a check. <laughs> My ex split checks all the time, and I'm like, what are you doing? But that's how it's like, I love this woman. <laughs> But yeah, there are some women who who I genuinely feel weird if you keep buying them. Yeah, food or whatever. Uh no, there aren't. I just made that up. No, I just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that country. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> you just say anything wrong. Okay, good. Um, so she, she did. The, you did. She did the pump fake. You said mm -hmm. I got it, and I got it. And then uh, after the date, we she wanted to walk. She was like, "Let's walk to your spot." I was like. Where I was like, no, it was way too long. We'll get there exactly at my time. So we got in the cab, and she stayed. She stayed at the show, both shows. She stayed upstairs. She came down. She both talked shows. To friends. Yeah, I was at the stand. So she stayed, both shows. She didn't. She was like, oh, that was funny. Yeah, you're funny, and blah blah blah. Or I like when you did this and this and the third. And she was cool because I was introducing her. My agents were there. My agents and my manager showed up out of the blue, uh -huh. and I just introduced her as I was like, this is my friend. You're going to be saying a lot of her now because I just found out she's pregnant and we're going to try to make it work. And what to watch them go, oh, well, congratulations. Did she like that? She she just knew it was a joke. She rolled. She rolled. She with rolled it. with it. She texted me this morning. Remember, I'm carrying your baby. And I was like, oh, okay. I think I'm going to get with this chick. Yeah. She sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, you should make her pay next time. Next oh, she's paying. You should uh, did, so you didn't go. So you went. You took her to the stand. She, the, both shows. I see. I would be nervous because yeah. That second show is when they feel they find out. Oh, it's not all made up on the spot. Uh -uh. I mean, not that she didn't know that. But. Yeah, but it's short sets. The second show, I didn't know I was doing the second show, so they were like, "Hey, can you uh, step in and do seven minutes for somebody?" And I just went in, did seven minutes, and she was like, "Oh, you didn't say any of the same stuff you did." <laughs> Wow, she's got a good eye. Yeah. Then, you know, two weeks from now, she'll be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm not going to, yeah, I don't need to go to your show. I'll yeah. meet you after. I don't like when they come to my show. I like, I yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, my girlfriend watches, she sort of just goes with me now. Really? Because I don't want, it's like, you don't need to see that set again. Yeah. Even like, if I mix on. it up, it's just like, it's it's got to be torture to watch the same set. Yeah, you don't need to be there. Or similar set. What I'm saying is I have a new set every time, so it's always yeah. entertaining. This is Todd Barry, everybody. New set man. New set every time. <laughs> now, 
What was I asking you? The date thing? That was good. The date. And she doesn't. I don't like bringing girls to shows because I like hitting on girls in the audience. So if a girl comes up to me, but like, oh my God, you were funny. So I'm going to take the opportunity to flirt. I may not try to have sex with her, but I'm very flirtatious. So I don't want to. I feel like I can't flirt if I have somebody with me. So you <laughs> So you're not you're not appreciating that you have a woman with you. You're just going, this woman I have with me is fucking it up, and now I can't flirt with this other woman yep. who I wouldn't want to bring to a show because then I'd be flirting with another woman. Yes. Wow, you're going to be either, you're gonna be the happiest guy in the world or the time. most miserable guy in the world. It's going to be one of those two. Uh, wow. So are you going to take her out on a second date? Yeah, it's inevitable. She was very cool, very, very fun. I'll make you look good if I ever meet her. Yeah, she's very cool. So it's going to be a second date. It's going to be multiple dates. I'm not trying to get in a relationship. I'm not going to force it. If it happens, then it happens. But I want to, I'll hang out with her again. I got to see how she, after a while, I got to see how she feels about that Sunday thing. She goes to church. Oh, really? I don't go to church. Ooh. Yeah. I told her, she was talking about religion and she was like, you don't go to church? I'm like, nah. I was like, I'm black. I was forced to go to church. My grandmother would have me in church with a suit on, cursing at me, and and praising the Lord at the same time. Like, sit the fuck down. Amen. <laughs> I don't think I know one person who goes to church. It's not that I'm and not. I, I know I'm not religious. Go. I just don't go to church. So she goes to church. She goes to church. She doesn't curse. Really? Did you curse in your act? I forgot. Yeah, I curse. I curse in real life. I was cursing while I was talking to her. And she's like, you curse a lot. You motherfucking right. <laughs> okay. Well, then she's fine with it. Yeah. Wow. You should go to church with her instead of watching The Walking Dead. No, I'm shaking my head. When did she go to church? At night or during the day? She goes to church during the day. I don't know. You know, usually she's Baptist. So usually Baptists, they have two sermons. They have a, a early one, which is like at seven. And then they have another one, which is like 10. Seven in the morning? Seven in the morning. I'm so like, God ain't like... even up at that time. That's... <laughs> Why do they have to do it so early? I don't know. It, especially on a Sunday. I'm sure I'm not the first person to talk about this, but I didn't realize it was that early. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't do it. She goes to the church right down the street from me. Literally, her church is uh, two blocks away from mine. And she was like, you have no excuse not to come to church with me. No, so you I'm have like, no excuse not, not to come over after church. Yeah, you better come over, bring your sweatpants, bring your <laughs> Chinese food. I love that you want her Wear sweatpants. That's yeah. usually like the sign, like a relationship's ending is when they start wearing sweatpants. No, sweatpants. Or anyone starts wearing sweatpants. Oh my! You're getting her drawers. It's easier to get. It's easier to have sex if she's in sweatpants because you can like feel up on it or thin. You can be like get over here, pull the elastic. She's not worrying about how rough you are with her clothes. Oh my god, this is getting uncomfortable. But I, I'm gonna back off this topic slightly now. <laughs> I love it. I love that you think a woman's gonna have sex with you only because she's wearing sweatpants. So well, they're so easy to take off. I might as well have sex it's with so this guy. Easy. If you come over in sweatpants, I'm expecting sex. Really? Because that means you're already relaxed. You're already relaxed and just like, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> If you come up fully dressed up, I'm like, oh, okay, she's not gonna have sex. So you'd want a woman to come over like sort of on a date wearing sweatpants? Not if you come over to my house, it's not a date. It's kind of like we already we already went on a date. This is like yeah. the the stage where you're comfortable around me with nobody else. So you're already expecting to have sex. So you want her to go to church, have go sweatpants home. in her bag, go into the church bathroom, change. 
And then come over here. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you're a nightmare. No, that's funny. But during the day, you're watching your reruns anyway, so she yeah. doesn't have to come over for that. She doesn't have to come over. She, I prefer them to come over when I'm watching our reruns because I can give her more time. We can flip the channel. I'll cook. I'll do stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, you come over. Uh, I'm going to order Chinese food anyway. But if you don't want Chinese food, I'll cook something. I'll cook. You're a good cook? I'm a decent cook. I got to get back in the flow of cooking. What do you cook? Uh, when I used to live by myself, I have a roommate. So she does all the cooking. And she's amazing at it. Really? You have a roommate yeah. who does all the cooking? Yeah. She's great. Her dad's a chef, so oh, she knows how to cook got, and all that she's stuff. She's got skills. Skills. And I know how to cook. I can cook from scratch, but not like her. Like, my go-to dishes are like, um, what is that? Pan sear tilapia with wild rice. I'll chop up <laughs> some mushrooms and peppers and stuff to mix with the rice on the side. Or have like aspar asparagus. and. Damn. Yeah, I can throw it out. Tilapia, isn't that? That's I don't know if it, that's like a real mild like white fish, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's easier to cook because it's it's thinner, and uh, you don't have to do that much to it. Like whatever seasoning you add, it kind of takes it kind of the seasoning takes over that. So if like if you put a bunch of garlic on it, it's just like eating a big thick piece of garlic. Yeah, it's but like you still bread. have the you still have the 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 fishy flavor. Just holds the flavor well. Oh my God. That whiting. Red snapper, blue fish. So you're all about seafood. It's easier for me to cook. Seafood, chicken. It's easier for me to cook. Oh, chicken. Oh, chicken. my God. Oh, Take chicken. some chicken breast. If you cut the chicken <laughs> breast in little thin slices, uh -huh. you can cook it faster. Yeah. You can get a nice little stir fry going on. You got to be careful touching chicken, though. You, gotta, you like, have watch to your hands salmonella like and all yeah, that you stuff. you got to wash your hands like 400 times. Yeah. I already Best thing anyway. to do with chicken is uh, get a bucket. Put some salt water in. Not a I bucket. Think this, like I think this was already invented. Someone already came up with this. I know. But you take salt water and you clean the chicken with salt water and then you put it in your seasonings or whatever you're going to do. Oh my, so much work. Hey, man. It's fun. You get some. I put headphones on sometimes. Like I got Bluetooth headphones. And I'll put them on and I'll be cooking and I'll be jamming. I, okay. I keep yeah. thinking I'm going to cook, but I never. I'll make some whole wheat pasta once in a while. <laughs> Cooking but, is an, an all-day thing. It's relaxing. If you have, like, the TV on in the background or some music, like, I'll usually cook to, like, a CD. Like, I'll have, like, an album CD. on. CD? Holy but shit. Not CD, but, like, you know, an, an album. album. Put an album on. What's a good cooking album? I listen to <laughs> either Lauryn Hill. So you look... So you listen to Lauren Hill. Listen to Lauren Hill, or if I depends on what I'm cooking. Like if I'm cooking, when I used to live by myself and I was cooking for a chick that was gonna come over, I usually put on like uh like Luther Vandross' greatest hits, Stevie Wonder's greatest hits. Oh, Get me in the mood. Oh my God, with Barry White. Barry White. I'm not a fan. I'm not really a fan of Barry. That's it's too obvious. You put Barry White on, you're too obvious. Yeah, Luther, you know, because you know, I didn't know he was gay until he died or whatever. So it was like very up in the air. You don't know if he's singing about a man or a woman or a cheesesteak. Doesn't matter, right? It don't it's matter. A cheese Love. grater? Is that what you I said? I said cheesesteak. Oh, cheesesteak. <laughs> that would be funny if he found out. He was actually, all his songs were directed at a cheesesteak. It was foodie. He was a huge foodie. Oh, man. So... He lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. So how do you get into Manhattan? You take the train? Yep. I have to take the... It was easy for me to get here. It, was, it wasn't that fat. It wasn't that slow. It was like 20 minutes to get here. But usually to get to the spots, it takes like an hour sometimes. Because I live uh, at the end of Bed-Stuy going into Bushwick. 
Is it nice over there? My area is nice. Is I, I say that because people's like, how is that? Made? That don't make sense. Literally, my street on down for the next seven blocks are just big brownstones. Uh, people who aren't renting, they own the houses, so they take a little bit extra care of them. And then you go two blocks up and two blocks over, and it's the projects or sort of ran down areas and stuff like that. So my block, my block and down is like super nice. How did you meet your roommate? Uh, through comedy. Uh, it used to be a, a comedian who I was super cool with and we used to help each other out. And then she introduced me to my roommate and that girl stopped doing comedy for a while. And me and my roommate got cool and I broke up with my ex who I used to live with in Astoria and we broke up and I was like, about to move in to this weird roommate situation with this old ass Puerto Rican lady. Uh-huh. And she was like, why are you going to move in with her? She was like, just come live with me. And she had a place to herself. Like she had like her room, a living room, an office, uh, a dining room and stuff like that. Where do you sleep? I took over the office. So I moved everything out of her office. I put my bed, a dresser. How big's her office? Office is probably the the size of this on the like the other from this wall to the other side of the closet. For those of you at home, that's pretty. What do you think? Huh? Ten feet. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good, it's good size room. You're comfortable. Yeah, comfortable because we have a living room, so I only go in there to sleep. Uh huh. So I don't have to spend time in the bedroom. And you get along with her. Get along with her. That's excellent. good. Yeah, she's a comic, so she. Get, oh, she uh, is. Yeah, Chloe Hilliard. Chloe Hilliard. She was on Last Comic as well. Tall, oh, black I, chick with the afro. Yeah. yeah, I know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. So she's super cool. So she's, that's your roommate. Yep. She's the one who cooks for you. She cooks. She don't cook for me. She'll cook. She don't just cook for me. She'll cook and be like, there's some left over. You can have some if you want. And yeah, it's always good. I think if I had a roommate I knew how to cook it, I'd be like, oh, I always got to fucking offer it to my fucking roommate. Dude, no, she, she loves it. She Love loves it. it. She don't got no man. No. She don't got no, it's good to have a man around, I think. I always tell her that. I was like, you don't, I know that you want your space back. I can see it in your eyes, but you also like that there's a man in the house. <laughs> Do you buy the groceries? Do you pay for the groceries? We go half on the groceries. And then she cooks them. And then she cooks them. And I'll cook my stuff, or I'll let her cook my stuff. That's nice of you to let her. <laughs> you know what? You you can hey, cook my. You stuff. really like cooking, so I'm going to let you cook me dinner and serve it to me. Oh, do you like doing dishes also? Because you can do that as well. Who cleans up? We both take turns. We take uh, every other. We wash dishes every other day. So I'll wash them one day. She'll wash them the next day. Not wash dishes every other day, but we split it every other day. Really? No matter so what's like going college on. College roommates. Mm-hmm. No matter who cooked or not. If it's your day, it's your day. You wash the dishes. Uh, and we like when we split like house things. Like if she's on the road, like she's on the road for a while now. She's not coming back until like three weeks. So I clean the entire place. I clean the entire place. So that when I'm gone, she'll clean the entire place. But we're both there. We either if we can't clean on the same day, I'll be like, all right, I'll clean the bathroom and the living room and the hallway. And she'll be like, I'll call it. I'll clean the kitchen, the dining room, and like uh, something else. Whatever. You know, you can hire a house cleaner for like sixty bucks. I, we thought about that. Do I just don't want anybody touching my stuff. You can be. I mean, you could be there while they're doing. I don't. I don't. I've know. never I had one steal from me or anything. You have a cleaner? Yeah. You think I clean? I'm I don't. A celebrity know. man. You're a celebrity yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you can get them cheap, like you know, for what they're considering. That's. Uh-huh. I feel like that's one of life's little bargains. Is a house cleaner. 
I may I may ask her to do that, but then I I don't know, man. I grew growing up. Well, if you I have it, like, in you, if you're, I'm like, yeah, I can afford it. it, but it's like, I just feel bad doing that. My friend Derek does that. He has a cleaner. He's like, he hates cleaning, and he's yeah. super comfortable. He'll 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 have, he'll be playing video games while they're cleaning up his place. He don't care. Well, let's, he's paying them to clean it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll the, be helping them out. I'm like, let me get that. Oh, let me move this out of your way. Yeah, I, I end up having to move stuff out of the way. Yeah. But I guess if you're used to cleaning, if it's in your, uh, if you're disciplined like that, yeah, then uh, don't do it, man. Clean it yourself. Yeah, when I get when I get my own place, I'll think I'll I may hire a cleaner because I'll feel like I'll be gone. Do you think you're gonna be getting your own place? I want to get my own place, not soon. But if you have a roommate who's away all the time and she's cool when she's there, yeah, it's like having your own place. Like I've had I've had girls over, not when she's there, even though I've invited them over, and they'll be like, "Well, I don't know, how's your roommate gonna feel?" I was like, "She won't even talk to you. She don't care." She will be mean to you. She she will not. She'll go hi, bye, and go about her business. She don't care. Wow. Do you um? What was I just going to ask you about getting your own place? Did you go to college? I went to community college. Where? In Philly, Philadelphia Community College. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I didn't graduate. I I I had like a couple credits left, and I just wasn't passionate about it because I went for social work. Uh-huh. I was going to be a social worker. And I was already working with kids. Uh, I had multiple jobs working with kids. Like I was, uh, I worked at like a work ready program where I would like teach them how to interview and write resumes and how to go in there and dress professionally and use buzzwords that'll like uh, shift the interview your way and stuff like that. And I was oh, just cool. like, I'm more passionate about doing comedy than anything. And the last job I had I was working with kids. I I was working in a charter school for like uh, elementary school kids, and it was cool. And the lady I worked under, I was a, a teaching assistant. I worked in her class. And I remember her going, "You're a comic, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah, I hear a couple people they who work here. They said you're really funny, blah blah blah." But you ain't no comic. And I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, you just asked me for a comic?" I said, "Yeah." She was like, "Well, comics do it full time." My husband's a, a, a musician. He doesn't work at Staples or have something else. This is what he dedicates his life to. And I was like, uh, well, okay. I mean, that's, that's a little unfair. It is, but it's she kind of... You can't just say, I'm a comic, and mm. now I'm going to pay my rent with comedy. Yep. With the no money that it pays. <laughs> until you get to my level when it's huge money. Yeah, when it's a great money. I need some of that money. You got What do you have booked? Let me get this money, man. So did you like? did you like working with kids, or did you just... I like working with the kids. It's more of the parents that makes it a terrible job because yeah. you're trying to put like good morals and values in these kids, and then you meet the parents. You're like, "Oh, this is never going to happen." Right? They're shitty parents. It's terrible parents. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll like I'll be talking to a parents like, "Yeah, your kid ended up hitting this little girl." Blah blah. blah. Well, what the fuck did she do? My son just don't be hitting people for no reason. Right, they're already he did under- something. I was just like, oh, I see where he gets his anger from. I see why he needs to fight. Who did I just hear? It may have been Bill Mars. Someone was just talking about that subject. Like back in the day, mm-hmm. you believed the teacher. Now everyone believes the parent. Yeah. Everyone believes the kid. Now. Everybody believes the kid. It's like I, and I couldn't do it. And these kids, certain kids knew that they had the power over the teacher, so they'll curse at you. I'm like, sit down. No. I was like, sit down. Fuck you. I was like, why are you talking like that? And I'm, and even if I tell the parent, like, yeah, your kid cursed at me. Well, what did you do? Because he just doesn't curse. 
It's like, all right, he whatever. He curse at you because you beat him up. Yeah, you. I've seen, I've seen the kid get smacked up. I used to, I, I tried to have sex with this girl who lived next door to me when I was in Philly. And for some reason, she brought her son with her. She was like, do you mind? Ew. Yeah, she was just like. Do you mind if my I'm, kid's here? While if you mind, it, yeah, she was like, you, I'm going to just bring my son because uh, I had to pick him up from daycare before I came. You don't care, right? And I'm like, uh, No. Yeah, and he's there, and me and her, and I just feel weird. But I look over at the corner of my eye because he's like supposed to be at the table doing his homework and stuff, and he's just there, like kind of like as he's looking at his work, he's scratching up my CDs. Like he has like the pencil, and he's like drawing on the on the other side of the CD with the the labels and stuff. But you know, it scratches it up. Yeah, he's doing that. I'm like, oh, your son is scratching it up, and she goes, come here. And I don't know why I had phone books. Uh, by the door, they give them to their friend. Have phone book by the door, and she was like, "Come here." This was She's like, "Get that phone book." And she picked the phone book up. He he gave her the phone book, picked it up. She smacked him across the face with the phone book. Oh my like, god! Like a phone book, like whip. And I was like, "That's oh." Did you? That's hard. I, I had sex with her. You did? I would be <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I like, I'd be like, suddenly I'm not in the mood now that you oh, abused a yeah, kid in front I'll, of me. I let like 45 minutes pass. I was like, oh, so this is why I need to wear a condom. <laughs> right. Because I don't want to have a kid who's going to end up being beaten. With a phone book. Oh, that's. Oh, dude. These I parents would've... are terrible, man. <laughs> but you still had sex. Still had sex with her. And was the kid in the room while you were having sex? No, no. I had my own bedroom. So he was out there watching, uh, watching, I guess, like something on TV. It's the most personal episode of my podcast ever. Hey, man. I feel comfortable. I know. <laughs> I don't usually get personal, but if you're letting it rip, <laughs> we should uh, get into your whatever your upcoming projects are. Okay. Before we say goodbye. Before we say goodbye. And it's going to be a tearful goodbye. Uh, we'll go down memory lane. Chinese food. Remember that? Chinese food. Uh, Walking Dead. But what do you got coming up? Uh, road stuff. I have, uh, I'm in Atlanta next weekend. Where at? At uh, Laughing Skull Lounge. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm there. Then I'm at Foxworth's Casino. And then after that, I'm in Calgary at the Comedy Shop. Oh, before that, I'm at uh, something in Albany. The Comedy... Oh, Comedy Works? Comedy Works in Albany. And then I'm at the Comedy Shop in Calgary. Do you like being on the road? I love it. I love it. I know people hate it, but I'm like, right now, I'm at the age it's where great. I can still like it. You make like more it. money, you get to do a longer show. Make more money, get long, do longer shows. I go out with the, the people at the shows. When people go, yo, you're awesome, let's hang out. I go out so I can like really get a feel of that town. I know yeah. next time, next couple times around, I'm going to hate it, though. Yeah, if you do one of those. As long as it's not a Sunday. Yeah, oh, don't. I, I'm in the airport on Sunday watching Walking Dead on my tablet. I'm going to play a practical joke on you. I'm going to call your management and just pretend to <laughs> just put, flood you with Sunday offers. And it'll just kind of be just like a little now bit. Now I'm going to no. Now I'm going to say no. I'm not, a tell me. I'm not a practical joker. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, Guy Code, you can watch that. Every Wednesday at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock Central, something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they can do the math, those Central time people. You do that and... Uh, Pretty much it. I'm on the road a lot, and I'm waiting for I I I got a script deal. Really, Comedy Central. So I can mention that. I can't tell you anything else, but I just want to get the buzz out there so they'll push it. That's cool. Yeah, 
Do you think they'll push it because they hear someone you mentioned it on my podcast? I think so. More I people guess we got to make like, thirteen. the script deal? Where is it? I guess Where's we got to make thirteen episodes now. Though. Hey man, you I'm forcing your hand. That's cool. Yeah, you're in the Writers Guild now. Uh, not yet. I'm getting paid, but I didn't sign up for the Writers Guild. I want the I want to be in the Writers Guild you so I can screeners. get those screeners. Oh man, then you're gonna be inviting ladies over. Like, oh what? Come over and watch American Sniper yeah. too. I'll make some <laughs> make some tilapia. <laughs> We'll watch a sniper. Uh, I'll make you pay for the groceries. <laughs> and cook them for me. Cook them for me. I'll help you maybe with the dishes unless it's the wrong day of the week. And it's not my bad, 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 bad. What's your, uh, now I went to your website. Now website. I, your email address, it's not a link. I had to cut and paste it. I, I got to I gotta figure it out. Uh, my roommate, she made the website for me. I think making a link me. is not like, there's a lot of people could teach you how to make a link. I know, but it was like, when I had the link on there, Did for some spam? reason, yeah, I got a lot of spam. Yeah, so I was like, if people true. just cut and paste it, then that's a real person or yeah. whatever. But it's MonroeMartinComedy.com, and then my Twitter and Facebook and everything is MonroeMartin the third. The third? The third. Are you the third? I'm the third. That's cool. Yep. I don't meet a lot of thirds. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Monroe, this was good, right? I had fun. This is going to help your career a lot, man. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a lot Todd of Todd Barry maniacs. What do you call them? What do you call your listeners? Uh, Barryacs. Great, great people. Great, great people. All right. There's going to be a lot of women who want to, you know, go on a date with you now. Hey, hit me up. Let's go on a date. If it's over 200, if it's over 120, <laughs> yeah. you're splitting that shit. 120, find a nice restaurant mm -hmm. where it's like $118. Just that would drive you. Oh, drive I hate you. <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Thank you for having me, sir. And thanks for you guys to listen. Thanks for you guys to listen. That didn't even make sense. Thanks for <laughs> listening, you guys. Oh, my God. You nervous? I, I'm nervous. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Feral Audio. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.